Johnny, baby, what up with it? We're back, baby. Uh, episode 19. Come on now. We're back. I got the jersey on today. That boy got some sleep today. Yeah. Oh, good, it's the all day, every day show with all day AJ and Manny Ruffin. Partner with Vendetta Sports Media. Presented by Monkey Knife Fight. Third time I get to say that. Should I count every time I say that? Third, fourth, fifth. Six, if you want to play Monkey Knife Fight, head over to monkeyknifefight.com. Deposit using code VENDETTA. They will match your deposit up to $100, 100%. If you put in $100, you will get $200 in your account to go play with. Your, go get your money. I'm not just go get your money. Film. Play Monkey Knife Fight. Let's go, Kings. We got a lot to do today, but um, some housekeeping items. Housekeeping items. We have some new faces here in the, uh, in the Zoom. Christian is, uh, is obviously here. The guy, homie back, missed episode 18 with Kenny and Jerry. You guys can check that out on the YouTube as well. But we have the new guy. We have the new guy, Big Zach, starting uh, starting his internship at Vendetta Sports Media. Going to be helping uh, helping us out as part of the team here um, at the All Day Everyday Show. So Big Zach, you can uh, follow him on uh, on Twitter, Zach Nikolai, right? Nikolai, am I saying that right? Zach underscore Nikolai. Nikolai, yeah. There we go. Growing up, you know, you played uh, any Black Ops. Everyone thought I was Russian. They were like, "Oh, you're just like that guy, right?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> God damn, no. boy, you look good. You look good, boy. So, like, it's just crazy for us because we're now expanding the team. We got four Thanks. guys on this on this uh, operation here in this production. Um, so, just very excited to be doing that. You're only as good as the people you surround yourself with, man. That's right. Um, so. And what's funny about that, about Zach, is he attends the same school that the GOAT, Tyler McGee, um, uh, attends, Laverne. You can hit up our video editor on Twitter as well, at Tyler underscore, at Tyler underscore McGee. Because my mind's always Great. in the gutter, man. How do, how do women's out there in Cali? <laughs> so let, let me just say this about my boy Tyler. So fun fact, uh, both of us uh, were in the same fraternity. Oh, and wow. let me top you real quick. I was the president. Oh, he was the vice president. Yeah. Okay. So so Tyler's the boy. If you guys want to give him a call on Twitter. Dogs. We riding with dogs. the big dogs over we here. We dogs. Oh, yes. Shit. Tyler Tyler is the man. So get, give Tyler a follow. Uh, I'm out here in California. I know you guys are on your East Coast. Uh, yep. I love everything out here, man. We got great sports, great uh, weather, the beach, the forest, wherever you guys want to go. I mean. Everyone out here is awesome. You know, I don't think we're as fast paced as people think. I think we're a little uh, laid back. So I love it out here, man. You got to come out here. I'd love to hang out with you. Yeah, that's crazy. Big Let's fast. go. We Big can get fast. a little, little flight ticket out there. How you doing, bro? Good, bro. You good? good. Um, oh, I do want to say this. If you guys haven't checked out the new, the newest YouTube video on uh, on our page, it's our, our new series, our playlist on there, Tea Party. It's our golfing vlog. You can see what we're doing over there. It's myself and Manny and uh, and Sam Litton. We actually already have another video that's being edited as we speak, and then we're shooting another one on Thursday. So we're just pumping Grinding, out as baby. much content as we can for you guys. Uh, we hope you guys can see that. So it's not we're not just two guys that can sit and talk in front of microphones and and you know putts around on uh, on camera, but we also can go out there and play golf too. So it's, I uh, mean, you can play golf. Yeah, well, you can play golf. I'm okay. I'm, I'm not. Okay. I'm just out there. It's, for the that's what we and we can say this too for because we have a different. Um, Demographic. Here we go. Thank you, Christian. Demographic. <laughs> we have a different demographic of people that are watching the golf videos versus who's watching, um, you know, the podcast. So, what? Just I want you to touch on it just a little bit on what 
Tea Party actually is. I mean, bro, it's 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 three guys being dudes, man. If you really think about it, because everyone who plays golf, like there's a there's a niche of golf videos, right? And they, they're all those fuckers are like scratch golfers. Bro, they're so good. No long, no bigger than five handicaps, and like I mean, Alice can play his ass off, but for me, for instance, I'm a triple digit guy. And the kind of the idea behind it, and Sam Sam's better than me. He's he's probably high, maybe high nineties, low hundred guy. Um, the idea behind it is just like, bro, we're just like y'all. Like we kind of try to set that vibe on the show too. Like we sit here and chill and talk. Like we're at a, we're at a bar just chopping it up. Yeah. You'll see clips of us on the on the course. Like I'm just. You'll see me doing the JR. You'll see yeah. us just chatting it up, smoking <laughs> stogies, couple beers here and there. Like we're just we're just guys being dudes, man. Trying to show y'all that we're just like y'all. You mean we're just chasing our dreams? Yeah. So it's just another outlet of content there. Um, so you can go check out that first video. We're going to get better at it as we go. Again, this is the it's the first for everything. So I've never recorded playing 18 holes and like playing at the same time. It's hard to hold the camera, do this and this. So working on getting somebody out there to actually come out and hold the damn camera because it is tough. Facts. Um, but again, it's just like this. It's all learning experience. And we're just we're trying to be content kings. OK, we're just putting, content, content, you know, content, pumping content, shit out content. as much as we can. Um, so for today, we're going to talk a little bit about Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley. Um, we got some NBA playoffs and the fans and what's going on there. Trey Young and, and, and Russ and Kyrie and all that kind of stuff. And then we'll finish up with, uh, Jacob DeGrom. So we, I know we have two of our baseball guys here. Um, but that'll be cool. So, uh, let's go to Jake Paul, bro. I'm excited for this. Um, I mean, if you look back at his fight against Askren, Woodley was in um, Paul's. Woodley was in Askren's, Askren's corner. corner. They were beefing, right? And then they he went like pre-fight, went to the locker room and was like saying shit to Jake Paul, and they were getting back at him. They were like, "Oh, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it." And then I w- I remember me, seeing. Can I add? Can I add something in real quick? Just ahead. if you didn't know, Woodley is Askren's wrestling coach. They used to wrestle back in the day, so oh, that's so where the connection that. is there. Okay, I didn't know. That's that. where that connection is there. Yep, and he's his, his professional trash talker too. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, because Askren's not really that guy. Um, nope. But, uh, okay, that's cool. I didn't know that. Um, but I just remember watching that video, and I'm like, when they were saying in the locker, I'm like, oh, let's do it. Let's 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 write this up, whatever. I got to go kick ass right now, and I'll come. We'll sign this. We'll get this, whatever. I didn't actually think that was going to, like, happen. I thought that was all talk. Because, like, Willie's a bad motherfucker, bro. Like, Used to be. He's 39 Used right now, be. so that's why the odds, and I don't know if anyone saw this yet, the odds that came out are way in favor of Jake Paul right now. These odds are, uh, it started at one minus 130 to Jake Paul and then has already moved up to minus 155 versus Woodley that opened at minus 110 and is now plus 125. So I immediately was shocked because I'm like, dude, I mean, Woodley's like, like, dude's a bad, listen, I don't want to get in the mix with him. Listen, uh, the thing about the thing about Jake Paul that uh, I've learned to respect the man, right? Because he does talk his shit. He does back it up. My only problem with Jake Paul is like, Bro, you're going for all the washed athletes, bro. Like Facts. you're fighting fucking Nate Robinson. I know. You're fighting fat ass Ben Askren that's drunk a six pack of IPH before you fought yeah, you. They didn't take and it. And you're going after a 39 year old Tyron Woodley. What? Meanwhile, your brother's fighting actually the best boxer of all time. So I don't. He hasn't listen, fought a boxer. He does he has his, yet he does to fight thing. a boxer. He does his thing. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't hate. He does his thing. But bro, you want to talk all this shit, bro? You want to act like you're a big dog, bro? Step in the ring with the fucking big dogs, man. Stop doing, stop running from the people that actually do this shit for real, bro. That's the only problem I have with Jake Paul. And yes, I will put it on wax right now. I will be putting plenty of money on Tyron. Wow. Plenty of okay, money. so he's already on that. Already on it. Well, because I just think it's funny because I remember uh, after the Askren fight, I was like, all right, dude, 
if your next fight is not against a boxer, I'm not going to take you seriously. I mean, bro, because him and him and DC Honestly. were beefing after the fight. I thought DC was next. Obviously, he ain't want that smoke with DC. Well, because he's the, Daniel Cormier, and that I think that was UFC 261 when they came and they had that altercation. Like, I guess what is that front front ring? You're sitting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. whatever the hell you call that ringside, I guess. What the hell, front ring? Right. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, but I think he was saying to him like, if you want to fight me, like. Oh, we're gonna get do it. In, we're gonna do it in the octagon. Get in the octagon, where I'll, where I'll hit you with a couple of knees and a couple of elbows, and then you, you'll be dead. Right. Like, but obviously Jake's not gonna do that. do that. Nobody wants to do obviously that. Obviously, that wasn't happening. I mean, that's the same argument like when it was Floyd and Conor McGregor, and it was like, all right, well, if Floyd came to the octagon, he probably would have been digging in his own grave. Right. Like, I sh- I want to see him fight some strikers, man. Like, why don't you go over? Ma- why don't you go after Max Holloway? Go after someone that can really strike, throw blows with you, bro. You're going after these fucking. Oh, because Woodley's pretty much. Done. I mean, he I lost mean, his, and, and he would, lost his would last these, four fights. Woodley's prime, he was really putting motherfuckers oh, to sleep. Yeah. But just now, thirty, like his last four or five fights, bro, he's getting trashed. Yeah, he lost his last four fights. Not even lost. Lo- he's getting trashed. Right. Like, it's looking bad for him. So I He know. has a belt, though, boys. Something Askren didn't. That's well, facts. and that's so, why. That's, that's also facts. why um, why Jake Paul's going after these guys because he's like, they have accolades. So if I beat them, then it's like, oh, you have to put yeah. me in this category of a quote-unquote good fighter, good boxer because I'm beating these guys that have these How old is Jake Paul? Resumes and whatever. Oh, I just had it up for you. Let me find what it is again. He, 23? 24, 24, I think. I think he's 24. Has he fought anyone in their 20s? That's in their 20s? He's 24. No, he is yeah. not. Askren is way like, over bro, 20. Fight someone Fuck. in their fucking prime, just like you, bro. Stop running from the dudes that really do this shit right now. That not did it, used to do it, used to be. No, 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 they, no, no. Well, no, here's no. the other question. Does this, like, do we get put in this situation where we might be able to see after this fight? After the whole gotcha hat type thing, like does that does that do are we put in this position where we're gonna see a Jake Paul and Floyd Mayweather Floyd Mayweather fight after that? You know what my prediction is. You know what I mean? Like you, you might see that because I th- I think he's gonna do Logan dirty. I think they might be setting it up to where Logan and Jake just keep fighting, keep fighting, and there's gonna be a big ass pay per view where they fight each other. That's what they were saying. They I were like, like I, because the the, like that'd be the bag. I feel like, like that. I swear game. to God, if that happens, they, I mean, I'll they f- get the bag. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck with it. I, I, I would watch it, but like, and oh, everybody gosh. and their moms would watch that because like everybody wants to see those two guys, the YouTubers that somehow have built it. Like that's why they're. I think this is a a great like. What what if they did a documentary on this whole thing once they they're will. done? They will. And it's like this is our whole thought process all along. We were going to fight. We were going to get our names out there, get a couple wins, fight here and there. And then ultimately, we would both get the absolute fucking bag from fighting each other. And get out. And get out. I that's think, what Ryan Garcia wants to do. He wants right, to go into like movie, like directing right. and stuff out there. Because I'm not trying to stay here that long. Right. I don't want to be like fumbling my words. Dead. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's just a terrible thing to say. But Well, let me pose a question to you guys. Just get your takes here. Do you guys think height pays any difference in this fight? Jake Paul coming in at 6'1". Woodley only comes in around like 5'9". I think it does because you can say the same fucking thing for Logan Paul and Floyd mm-hmm. and the height difference and the weight difference. Mm-hmm. So I think this could be huge. And and it also for reach, like, too. It, no, it, That's what I'm it, saying. There's no, exactly there's no what wrestling. Right. He there's hasn't nothing, had no one submissions, even nothing. fight, bro. It's just stand-up. There's, if right? you look at the measures between him and Nate Robinson, doesn't compare. You look at the measures between him and Ben Askren, doesn't compare. I mean, Ben Askren looked like he ate fucking eight donuts before he stepped on the ring. Exactly. Then he's fighting Tyron Woodley. Like, it's just, bro, fight someone that's in your bracket, bro, please. I just want to yeah. see you do it because you're, you're, I don't want to say he's scary because he's doing something that only 1% of the pop, less than 1% of the population will do is step in the ring with someone with a timer on and fucking duke it out. But 
do it for somebody that's in your bracket. That's all I want to see. And he, like, he has my respect, but he'll have my utmost respect if he steps in there with someone that's like a Max Holloway, like a Tony Ferguson, someone that really, even like a Chris Wobby when he's come back from injury, like fight someone in your bracket, bro, that can really strike with you. And I, he'll have my respect, win or lose, he'll have my respect. Or just fight a boxer. Facts, facts. Yeah. Fight Big a boxer. Facts. Well, fight Javante. Fight, fight the other thing with somebody. Um, yeah, bad motherfucker right there. Bad dude. Um, but this just goes back to the UFC thing because I think Dana White, I don't know if you guys had saw right at the end of the whole Askren stuff, like White was getting ready to sue because those are his guys. Oh, yeah, under contract. yeah, 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 yeah. So they just can't yep. go over and switch to box. Yep, yep, yep. So yep. that's why I think he is going for the, okay. the washed guys, quote unquote. All right, Jake, my fault, motherfucker. Because like they're not under they're not with the UFC. So you're still a pussy. I mean No question there. Listen, I'll hold on. When was this? Hey, hey, Paul Paul and Paul and company. I'll hop in there. I'll hop in there. If they ha- happen to see the all day every day I mean, clip, listen. For the clout. I want this the, I want, I'll I'll hop I want in the there. um I want the I want the, the Tommy Fury fight. Wow. With Jake. I want that. I, that's a young boxer, that's Tyson's mm-hmm, brother. Mm-hmm. Like That'd be good. I don't know. I don't even know how this became a thing. Like this was out of left field. I thought it was gonna be Tommy Fury. Maybe I'm dumb. Let me find a guy that's not. Maybe I don't know shit. Let me find a guy who's either washed or not in the same shape as me. Let me let me have him talk shit to me so I have an excuse to fight him. That's what it looks like to me, bro. In all honesty, I mean it's working for him. It's working for him. But grow some fucking balls. Quote that. Did you guys see the quote that Woodley put out where he said it was the biggest bag he's ever gotten for a fight, and on top of that, he said it was the easiest fight he's ever had. Ah, tie, chill, tie. That's what I'm saying, dude. Chill you tie. gotta just tone it down chill a little tie. bit. Chill, tie. Ah. Does this? Here's another question. Does this ruin his career if he loses after talking like this? He's he down. No, 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 no. If he no, no, if he gets no, knocked no. out by Jake, he's down horrible. Like he's already down. He's down. He's horrible. already down bad. But if he gets <laughs> knocked out by Jake Paul after his stretch from the MMA. You need to fly to Barbados and never come back, bro. And just, <laughs> yeah, yo. And just and just do your thing, bro. Because that's looking horrible for. And you, one of my favorite fighters of all time, bro. You, Rampage, like you guys. Rampage. Are, you are my guys. I don't want to see yeah, you go out like this, man. Please don't go out like this. That that that's a great like thought though, because what if that does happen? Because for Ben Askin, it was like, I mean, you look like shit. You also look like you never had boxed before. You couldn't even. You didn't even look correctly standing right, let alone swinging right. And now that we might see somebody that actually can do all three of those things, and then they were to lose, I mean, do you give do you blame the excuse and say, oh well, he's thirty nine. I mean, he's got him by fifteen years. He's on the way out. Like, do you is that the excuse if he loses? It is, and it's just like the thing. There's there's a two way street here because I feel like Jake Paul, for everyone he fights, he always has a cop out if he loses. Besides Nate. And I feel like everyone that he fights also has a cop out. So that's why I'm saying, like, I just want to see you fight someone in their prime where there's no excuses. Yeah. Like, everyone he's fight, he's been able to pull an excuse or they've been able to pull an excuse. It's like, bro, fuck that, bro. I want to see two dudes that really do that shit, duke it out. Like, fight fight a youngin. Fight, like, the Golden Glove champion or some shit. Fight someone on the come up. Like like you said, fight Tyson's. Like, I don't, I don't, like, fight someone that really would make me afraid for you. Like, well, I want to be nervous he- watching you. He should just fight an amateur fighter, a boxer. That's what I'm saying. Fight, like fight. that's good enough for me. Just I like want to see a, a, a boxers. Uh, like a, a Fury Wilder type fight with Jake Paul, where they're just like Facts. haymakers. Like Facts. I want to. I want to see Jake. Like I. I don't think we've ever did. Askin catch him at all? 
during that fight. I don't think. He yeah, he out. caught him. He caught him. He I'm did. pretty sure he caught him because I saw like a picture of him and he he caught him like once. I want to see. I want to see Jake right Paul stand. like round five, round six, breathing heavy, bloody nose, cut eye. Like I want to see how he reacts to getting punched in the fucking mouth for real for rounds because that's when you really find out what kind of boxer you are. You want a Rocky scene? I need a Rocky. I need a Rocky. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna act like you live in a movie, bro, at least do some shit, dramatic shit. Like it's not. There's nothing going on here. He's just give me a montage. Give me something. Give me of something, him bro. Out. Yeah. Like, I'm just sitting here watching 30 second fights and people laying on the fucking floor every five well, seconds. You know, I saw this. This is funny. I saw this TikTok and it was like Jake Paul after his fight, um, after his win against Askren, and he was like saying shit like, you know, oh, like when I was a kid, I was a landscaper, and you know, now I made it here. I got all this money, and like. You know when you do like I think it's called a stitch. So the first fifteen seconds are that video, and then it cuts to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So the, mm-hmm. the person that was talking I, again, I forget the uh, I forget what account this was, but um, the the person starts talking and they're saying, "Well, hold on a second. What do you mean you were a landscaper? You were a landscaper in a rich ass neighborhood, right? And you were privileged as hell to doing that. Don't like you're trying to act like you know you're Snoop Dogg coming from like the goddamn slums, and then you make it all the way out here. Like get like Jake Paul, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like yeah, Jake, Jake. Jake, Jake. I mean, he could maul me. I mean, like, don't hurt me, but. Can we all agree that we would love to see him lose? I'm not scared of you, boy. He said, said, look at me. Look at that in the camera. He said, hit me up, bro. If if this is what's going to blow the pod up, Jake, you can listen to this clip and you can challenge me. I don't got to sign no papers either, bro. We're going to hop right in there, fix the cuffs. Oh, let's go. Come on. All day, every day times Jake Paul times. Beat down. (laughs) Rough and style. No cap. (laughs) No cap. Um, okay, so I want to go to talk about some NBA fan stuff here. Holy shit. Speaking um, of beatdowns, yeah. Yeah, speaking Holy of beatdowns. So plenty of problems with the fans in the NBA as the playoffs are underway. We saw Trey Young get spit on at the Garden. We saw Russell Westbrook popcorn at in Philly. And we just saw this water bottle from uh, that was thrown at Kyrie. So, um, I mean, is there... What's going on, like, bro? Is this, I just don't get it because it's like... So the the Trey Young and the Russell Westbrook, those guys were banned indefinitely mm-hmm. from the well mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and MSG. Um, and then I mean, this just like the water bottle one. Wasn't there like uh, a, wasn't it an assault charge? Oh no, or he's something? he's going assault away. with a, a deadly weapon. I think he's going yeah. away, or he assault might he battery. might go away, but he's gonna That's have to pay a lot insane. of money. Insane. That really is fucking. Insane. I think, bro. I don't know what's going. Like, I feel like. So you know when like coronavirus first started and you had a couple people on Snapchat that we outside, we outside. I feel like everybody... oh, don't forget them licking toilets. Remember facts, that? all that crazy shit. I feel like everyone got their chance to go outside and we outside, Kyrie. Like everyone's kind of going crazy now, man. Chill the fuck out. Just be a fan. Appreciate that you're in the stadium watching the playoff game, bro. I ain't go to a playoff game in like three years, bro. Like, I, just appreciate that you're watching these guys go to work. Stop acting crazy, man. You want your little five seconds of fame because you've been in the crib for, for a year and a half, bro. Like, do something else. Go make a name for yourself. Make a pot. Do something else. Why are you throwing water bottles at professional athletes? They ain't do nothing to you, bro. You look up to these dudes. I don't understand. I will never, ever, ever, ever understand in my life. If I go to a game, no matter, like, for instance, okay, if I go to a Sixers game and I see Jimmy Butler, my first inclination when I see Jimmy is to thank him for the 40 games he gave us when he was with the Sixers. Not throw a fucking water bottle on his head. Like, are you out of your mind? Like, <laughs> I don't, un- I just don't under, like, can you, like, I don't, I don't get it, bro. This is why I think the punishments need to be changed. I think we need more unique ass punishments. So put for, the the, kid put at, the- for the kid at the Celtics arenas, 
screw all the legal charges, throw that shit out the window, put them at half court for the next game in Brooklyn and Facts. give everybody in the crowd a pack of tomatoes or whatever, or a bunch of oh, water bottles cool. yeah, and killed. just pelt the kid. Just pelt him. He'll never do it again. I'll tell you that. Screw yeah. the legal That's the shit. question. I don't, I don't want the legal <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> like that, something, dude. Just like, just like change. Get he unique. Too fun. Bro, like, come pay, on. I would pay good money to throw shit at those people, bro. I'd pay. Dude, the Nets money. should give him free tickets. I'd put him at half court and then I'd just pay handsomely rip him. Oh my god. But yeah. like, bro, like, what? Do well, you... well. So my thoughts on it are like, what? Like, is there some type of control that needs to happen? Because obviously, obviously, banning indefinitely didn't do shit for that because it happened again. So like, what do they do now that's different than you know what I mean? Like, what's going to be different? That's the question, because what, what sucks about it is it's easy to point out issues, right? I could tell you what's wrong, but it's hard to come up with solutions. And so first off, do we condone what the Celtics fan did? No. To be honest with you, I feel bad because he's 21 years old, assuming, right? I don't know the facts, but let's assume that he turned 21 during the pandemic. Yeah. I think this was his first sporting event where he was able to have an adult beverage. He was probably whacked. Yeah, I, I think it was his first time. He was wet. Yeah, playoff game. Can you imagine your first time being able to drink at a playoff game? I mean, I went to an Angel game my first uh, time ever to drink. I had a blast. I can't yeah. imagine if it was Yo, a playoff atmosphere. What do you story about first time you want to drink at a game? I go to a Phillies game, right? And um, uh, I might have not been 21. But uh, I, I was... I was <laughs> <laughs> you're, beating her, you're beating around the bush there, too. I, uh, I, I had a couple... I had a couple... Uh, couple couple sodas you know what i'm saying and i'm walking into the stadium and this dude had a singer guard jersey on oh, and i'm no. like thor thor fuck you and the dude turns around and he's like bro this is my kid right here bro and like security guard came to me and started talking to me and shit i got kicked out the game like i, I so I, I do feel him but it's like dude what the like chill out you With know what you said yeah. you know what you said to, to him he said do you feel do me? you feel me but nah like bro <laughs> your your fans might have been the worst out of this whole situation Spitting on someone? Yeah, bro. Spitting on. Like, I don't. I don't. No, 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 no. Welcome he, to New York. He should be sent away for that shit, bro. Like, yeah, no, that's, that's if bad. you spit on someone, like, if I, if, if, if I'm walking in traffic, I don't know you. I walk past you, and I spit on you. I'm going away, or I'm getting. That's the most disrespectful fun. shit you could do to yeah. a human being. Like, you know, do Can you we also say like, we're in should, a pandemic? Bro, exactly. Facts, facts. Yeah. Like these kids should be sent away, and I'm not the. I'm not the. Listen, I'm not the guy. Like everyone needs to be in jail, and we need to lock everybody. But bro, what are you on, bro? Like for real, what are y'all? Like, do, do y'all not go outside? Do y'all not have a social circle? Like, do y'all just be in the crib playing playing the Xbox all day? The first time you get some sunlight, you don't know how to act. Like, I these dudes has really got me fucked up, bro. I'm gonna be honest, cause I can't see, my, I can't see my. Like, I've done some dumb shit in my life. I've done some dumb shit. I would never do something even near close to the to the things that these people. What's funny up. is like I've huh. been like, like off off a of bean, like yeah. shit face, bro. Yeah. And I like literally just shit face. And there's yeah. no. Like, I, I just don't, I, I'm trying to find the words because I still can't grasp the fact that, like, there's, I mean, I there's wanna, a 0. 0.0000% chance that me being that fucking shit-faced, I would never even still do that. Like, oh, yo, Trey Young, fuck you, and then spit on you. Like, like when, I, what, when I go to a game, I want to go back. Like, yeah. I, I want to <laughs> go to another one, so why would I use something that fucking stupid? To, bro, the one dude that rushed the court at the Wizards game. Oh, yeah, that was so stupid, too. He tried to dunk or something? You see, he tried to, yeah. like, go up there and touch. Bro. Like, what are you doing, bro? And you know what? This was all that. This was this was so funny because uh, why is it on the Sixers game we see that twice, right? We see these incidents. And then literally two weeks ago, 
at Citizens Bank. We see two streakers. Like, yeah. what's going on in the city of brotherly yeah. love? Okay, something, okay. Something, something no, it's happened. the people, bro. We don't know what we're doing anymore. We're finally could go outside. We outside. We outside. We outside. Oh my God, damn. <laughs> That's all it comes down to, boys. It's just like, wow, fresh air and people's faces. We, and we don't know how to act anymore. Something now, happened in Utah too. What happened in Utah? Well, let me let me let me redirect this because I want to talk on Kyrie for a little bit. So, yeah, uh, and Zach kind of asked this question in our pre-show meeting yesterday, but I want to kind of stem this because I don't know if you saw at the end of that game when he was oh, yeah, he, with the foot on the leprechaun in the center. Like, this is a terrible thing to fucking say, okay? But was the water bottle, even though it didn't hit him, was that justified? Shut the fuck. I'm not saying that. I'm what saying that. F- I'm saying that to stem to stem your yeah. response on that. Yeah. I'm not saying I believe in he that. He wants but a I'm, reaction. But I'm saying that it. because, <laughs> like, you know, do you remember the uh, who the hell was that player? The Michigan, Michigan, and um, Michigan State. And there's I forget who the hell it was. And he's digging in. Yeah. Digging yeah. In I mean, you got Baker Mayfield doing the flag the one time like, too, bro. It, the the reason that that something like that would not happen in the NFL stadium is because. You throw a water bottle. How far do you think you're going? Are you going to get that to to the to the fifty? No shot. Yeah, no yeah. shot. I mean, like, not only so, that, so, so those question, players go to the fans. So your question right. is: Was it justified that Kyrie did that shit? Like, was he justified that he got what he got after literally like completely just disrespecting the court, the Celtics, the fan base? Like, because that's a disrespectful ass thing to do. I'm not look. I'm not saying right. that I fucking agree that someone threw a water bottle at a professional athlete was and it, treated these guys like it, cage animals. I'm not fucking justified. saying justified. Was okay. it justified? No, it wasn't justified. And is Kyrie a little weird for doing that shit? Yeah. 100%. Do I think people take that shit a little too serious? Absolutely. Because it's like, eh, dude, the amount of times he's came back, amount of, he left Boston and got killed. The amount of times he's come back to Boston and got killed, like, we don't know what is said, but, I mean, I've been in some games where people have said some crazy shit to, to players. Like, I've heard a lot of crazy shit. Am I and mad? it's Boston on top of that. And it's Boston on top of that. that. So am I am I mad at Kyrie for doing it? No, it's a little weird. But you got to remember, Kyrie's a little a weird guy. Like, no, I mean, I, I fuck with him heavy, but like, he thinks the, the world's flat. Remember well, that. He, one of the and, and it's something, it's something that kind of contradicts his like his whole mo because you'll see him in the interviews and he'll be talking all positivity and loving everybody and all this shit. And then you go back to your home, not your home, go back to one of your places you used to play and you spit on the logo and all that shit, bro. So you got to be congruent at some point in what you say. Like it's, in my opinion, what he should have did, which is have it be all love, bro. Like it is what it is. I can't tell a, a grown ass man how to react though. I mean, I'm not sitting there. I'm not in the game. I'm not hearing God knows what is being said to Kyrie. I'm not, I'm not in his shoes every day. Well, I mean, you saw the reaction that, I mean, Kyrie's been through a lot, man. Not even that. I'm talking about Russell Westbrook's reaction. Yeah. Like, fighting through half the goddamn staff. Yeah. yeah. That's what I don't understand either, why you want to throw that, because you want somebody like Russ coming to find you in the stands. No, that's like, the, no that's one the, holds that's it back. Like, he's coming for you. That's yeah. the thing. Oh, yeah. After, after the... My bad. After the Malice in the Palace, all that, like, security and shit with players going to the stands got, like, super tight. So, like, that's the thing. Like, people just do shit because they know they're okay. Well, this goes you know back. I mean? This goes... This goes this bullshit goes way back. Let's remember, it, it was probably two years ago now, since COVID year and whatever, where there was, uh, Russ was in Philly, and he's taking foul shots or something. Fuck yes. you, fuck you. Like, like giving him the finger and everything. And he I said, came up I and he goes, that. I just wanted a Frosty. No, that was Isaiah Thomas. That was Isaiah Thomas. That was Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, yeah. That was Isaiah Thomas, yeah. yeah. He literally went up there and he said, what are you doing? He goes, sorry, man, I just wanted my so free that Frosty. So that was... Like, Wizards have been through it. 
Yeah. Like you got two of their star point guards in different years that one Oh gets, my god. Oh my fault. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. One, about what Bradley Beal said. One gets one gets popcorn, one gets just berated for trying to miss a foul shot so I can get a free frosty. I mean, this goes back for them. This is not the first time that this has come up. It's just now that fans are it's weird now because the first time that fans are actually back in these arenas and then they act like this on a playoff stage in these big time moments, that's where that's why this is all becoming a thing. Listen, remember, remember, we were down here watching the games, and the Tristan Thompson interview came oh up. Oh my God, yeah! And he was like, "Yeah, yes. he would get to me. I would have followed that motherfucker." Shut the fuck! <laughs> because- Shut the. I like the thing. I, I listen. I love my athletes, but stop acting fake tough, Tristan. You're from Canada, bro. It does get greasy in some parts of Canada, <laughs> but let's be honest. Who are you following home besides a Kardashian? Hey, and a Kardashian, yeah. Yep. That's, that's, that's the only person you're following home, motherfucker. So be careful, Bradley. Bill too. All right, Bradley. You are from the gutter. And I'd understand, but like, that, let's not act fake tough in these interviews. Like, these hands work. Like, all right, bro. The whole point is to just not say it and back it up, bro. Like, I don't know. <sighs> I just lot. show them your bank account, boys. A like, lot of, a lot like of, fake, a lot like, of screenshot, screenshot, screenshot the savings account. Yeah, a lot of fake and, tough guys, a lot of internet tough guys, yeah. a lot of tough fans. Like, bro, can we just be ourselves? Like, for just for a little bit. Like, we we're, we're outside again. So let's just yeah. be ourselves, please. Manny, let me tell you these two things. One. Obviously, what fans are doing right now is awful. No one condones it. I haven't talked to someone and said, do you think what they're doing is right? Like, that's never been the conversation. It's how do you handle it? So first off, my thing is what they're doing is awful. What makes me even more upset is that they're doing it to guys like Russell Westbrook, who give their all to the game, to the fans. You know what I mean? Like, Russ is the guy that takes off his shoes, gives it to some eight-year-old kid and makes his life. You know what I mean? What are you doing to think of that, like, I, I don't get that. So that upsets me. My second thing is people love basketball for many reasons. I think one of them is the, the personality and it feels so personal. It's mm-hmm. the closest sport there is. Mm-hmm. You look at football, there's solid yardage between you and the players. Mm-hmm. Baseball, there's a giant net. There's a, you get pretty close when you're in the outfield yep. occasionally, not really, but okay. Like what is it going to take for them to finally push it back? Cause obviously the malice at the palace didn't, do much Mm -hmm. like what are you going to do i showed alex the other day there was a minor league game where a uh, pitcher yeah pitcher uh during his his pitch hit the batter in the head dropped him to the floor awful thing happens in baseball i don't think it was intentional fan from the stands gets out of his seat runs onto the field and goes to punch the. Yeah, I gotta fuck We're with gonna that. have that. We'll have that clip in there. Oh, fine. Abs. I'll, I'll send Add it to you. Add the clip, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, David, it's in our group chat. You got to see it. Goes out there, and he's trying to take on both teams. You got to see him. It looks like he's, you know, back against the wall. It's his fault. It is the most idiotic thing. Does anyone tackle him? No. Does anything happen to him? No. Do you know how he gets off that field? Manager walks by his side like a hurt player and is like, son, you know, you really shouldn't have done that. That was kind of <laughs> dumb. And he just walks him off. I didn't see any security. So that might be a different conversation. It might go into DeGrom right now, but minor league baseball is very, very much upsetting me right now with the way they're treating their players. And well, second, oh my God. To, fans. to your point about what do they do about the NBA fans, bro, they do nothing because the, the biggest, one of the biggest parts about basketball in general, college NBA, and we've seen it that we, that we have fans, that atmosphere of being so close and being over top of players, that's what makes the game so great. You'll hear, BLA, BLA, mm-hmm. fuck Trey Young, fuck Trey. Like I need that, that needs to be 
over top of people. It needs to be in that atmosphere. And even like I've played my fair share of pretty basketball games that have been packed out, packed out houses. Like it's a different effect when they're right on top of you. Like whether it's your fans or not your fans. Playing at Nova? If you mean? You, playing at, playing at the Leah Core Center? You, you mean? If, if you, um, <laughs> If you you gotta love it, whether whether they hate you or love you, you it, it's something that you need. It's something that the the atmosphere of basketball it needs itself. I mean, I can't see them putting nets up or extending the shit back. I can't see it at all because it, it's taken away from the atmosphere. Like I love seeing people courtside. I love seeing people over road back. It's just people gotta chill the fuck out. Like yeah. I, it's just so yeah. it's just such a simple. People gotta yeah. chill the fuck out. It's not. I, I, that's the only thing I have to. Well, say. because I yeah. say this too, because I'm going. You know, I'm wearing my Aaron Judge jersey today. See that on the shot over there. Uh, but next weekend I'm going to – there's a two-game series at uh, Citizens Bank, Yankees-Phillies. Holy fuck. Saturday and Sunday game. I will be going to that. And on the Sunday game, I'm sitting 14 rows up from, Aaron, jo- from Aaron Judge in right field. Yes, sir. So, like, imagine if there's, a ne- like, a net right there. So I can't get on my feet and say, you know, give me – like, what up, bro? Like, I got right. – give me give me ball. Give me ball. Right. Like, you know, like, if there's no net there, I, I can't – so this is the closest I'll be able to get. Mm-hmm. So just to your point there, I'm like, I don't want that change, not, not at, at all, all, not one bit. Um, yeah. But uh, as we, as you know, kind of Zach helped us out with that too. As we kind of head to our baseball part of the show, um, we'll go to Jacob Degrom. I know we have some baseball fans in the Zoom here. I know Christian's a little mess. That boy hot. Look at him Jeez. with the flex back. That there. boy hot. Yeah. So second start for Degrom since returning from the injured list, lowering his ERA to a point seven. One Christian, which is the lowest in May since nineteen. Bro, I mean sixty fucking four. That's wild. That that is that is wild, right? That's wild. What really took me out was like, right? He just came off the injured list. His first four was it four or five pitches was over a hundred miles per hour. He had what the fuck? So you actually bring up a great point there. Twenty-seven pitches of a hundred hundred miles an hour plus, which is the third most in a game since two thousand eight. God, think about that. I think you know what's funny. A funny stat I seen when I was reading up on this shit too. I think the last pitcher to have a sub one ERA was Ubaldo Jimenez. In like yes, bro. And the, in, <laughs> in 2010 God, on the Rockies, God. on That's the fucking Rockies. <laughs> I remember him. Oh my God. I know. I saw him. I saw him as a Mets fan at Mets Rockies probably like five times in my whole life. Dude, good old, nah, this good shit, old this shit is so good. Because bro, when you think about it, I've always felt really bad for Dick Degrom. Like back in when I I used to gamble a lot, bro. I used to always I couldn't bet the Mets when Degrom would play because they would, he would literally let up one run or two runs and they would still lose. So I would take like yeah. first five unders, full game unders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Makes really sense. I'm happy for Degrom now. As a Phillies fan, I actually am happy for Degrom now that that team is clicking. They're actually gonna win games for him. I mean, they got a fucking huge bomb from Peter Alonso. Let like yesterday, I think it was yesterday. Fucking hit a yeah. shot. Two days He's ago. back. Yeah, I, um, he's back. I I'm happy for Degrom because I, honestly I think. In the last 25 years, last 20 years, 15, he's got to be right there with Clayton Kershaw, bro. In my opinion, I could be talking fucking wild, but I just think talent-wise, the way his pitches move, the way he has command of everything, I, he's got to be up there, bro. But the only thing that's holding him back is the wins and all that shit because he hasn't, the, his team wasn't backing him up. So I, I think... I think though, with the with the whole idea of wins not being there, unfortunately nowadays modern day baseball wins don't mean as yeah, much. Facts. I mean, you Good got guys facts. in the Hall of Fame with three hundred plus wins. Like, if you can find me a modern day pitcher who's going to get you three hundred plus wins, then put him in the Hall of Fame now. It's just facts. unfortunately facts. not going to happen. You know, Degrom's four and two as of uh, two nights ago. You know, he's only given up two runs in his last three starts. I mean, and he threw his first curveball of the season uh, two nights ago. Because it is simply so good, he doesn't need to use it. 
Yeah, facts. Because just, everything else is so good. Like, it, like it's the just the only thing that hurts me about blowing. Degrom is that if there's one stain on his career, that's the only stain you could come up with. And I just think he literally has done. And unfortunately, that's not a stain anymore. He's done everything you can possibly do as a pitcher. I feel like. Anything, everything you can possibly do besides getting uh, including hitting. Oh, Inclu- don't bro, he's, yeah, he's batting he's, he's 450. He had an RBI. He had an RBI, yeah. RBI two nights ago. Yeah. Like he's yeah. a, he a silver slugger. Yeah, he's a he's... dog. I mean, I, I just think it's crazy. He's he struck out eight in that game in through six innings. Okay, let's just put that in. He was second. scoreless through. And then yeah, he, he was no hit through five. Very and then well. scoreless through six. Through six, scored through no hit through five. Uh, and the the goal that I was reading when I was reading this article. Um, was either six innings or 85 pitches. And then mm-hmm. once the hit was gone, I was like, okay, we, right, we right. now know we're yeah. taking him out. But the other crazy stat is, too, he's got 82 strikeouts in eight games, eight God starts. God damn. Yeah. What? God damn. That's literally like 10. That's that's 10 right there. Yeah. Like, Did you guys hear what? about his rehab start where he went down to like, ooh, it's like low single A Mets and eight out of the nine batters he faced struck out. Yeah, so basically, just... like kids like, college level like you know just made it out of college like yeah, starting they're trying to start what do you do? props what, to the guy who made contact what do you do that's like when Bellinger went down you know what i mean like you're playing against an mvp guy like do you even pitch yeah you know what's funny well unfortunately he was the pitcher so you had no choice bro for him i, I wouldn't even go up with a bat i'd just pray like he hit he doesn't me or, hit me nah this yeah. is what you do bro because you remember you remember benny carter Remember the yeah, name? Bro, yeah, Little yeah, League yeah. days, bro. We had this fucker oh, like, like, 44 feet away throwing 80 miles per hour. And this is dead ass what I did. I got up in the box. No, what the hell was the other kid's name, I closed name, my bro? eyes. I, de- I literally closed my eyes and just, just gave, my, I gave the best hack I could. That's all you could do. Wait, bro. What was the um? What was the kid on Baker that was pitching like 72 or something? Jake Lavin. That's my guy. Yeah. He plays. He played for uh, JMU football. He's a fucking athlete, bro. That kid hit a ball. I think I, he's he he hit the farthest baseball I've seen on the little league field ever. Like, probably, I don't want to say it was three. It probably rolled three hundred, but it might have landed like two fifty, two seventy. That he was a fucking unit. But nah, I feel like if you're a single A batter, you go up against Jacob Degrom. Like the best you can do is just take your hacks, close your eyes, and wish for the fucking best because you're not gonna sit there and look and. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I or, said, shout out to the one guy who made contact. Right, <laughs> like, you know, was it he, fair? Did he give up any hits? Let me ask that. No, no, oh no, no. He sat down nine. He sat down nine in a row, but eight of eight out of those were strikeouts, and then the other was some kid. I I don't know exactly what the kid did. Yeah. You know, he, he had a drop he a bunt. He did some little league thing. Something, you know, something. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, four and two record on the season, and it's just funny when you look at that number. Like you look at that stat, that number, and then you look at everything else because that just is what to your point that you literally just said, Manny. Like that's what the Mets are, and that's what. The Phillies were last season with Aaron Nola and multiple seasons with Aaron Nola. And then you have Zach Wheeler that's exactly, kind of in that boat this year. So you have these great National League pitchers, these NL East pitchers that get into trouble because their bats don't want to work. And right. then you sign a guy like Lindor right. and it's not paying off right now. Remember we had a debate to start the season. We said who had the best pitching staff in the NL East and, and we were going back and forth between the Braves and the Mets. It's not even close anymore. It's no, not even it's close. Not. I mean, because Stroman's, Stroman's kind of playing a little better now too as well. Look, I am a big, like, I'm a big homer so I back my teams 100%. So like, for years and years and years it was, you know, I guess I shouldn't say, I mean, I would always back the Yankees guy, whoever it was. Right. And then when they got Garrett Cole, it was like, oh, wait, all right, okay, here it is. Is it Garrett Cole or is it Jacob DeGrom? And you know what the hell I'm saying. Right. But Dumbass. in this instance, <laughs> I literally can't, like, I can't back my guys right here. I have to I, I have to say 
Jacob Degrom is on top of the world. Yeah, like, you have to. He's on a whole different level than everyone else in the game, bro. And it's it's scary because the Mets are about to run away with this shit, bro. I mean, we haven't touched the All Star break. There's a lot of things that can happen. Shh. But there's a there's stop a, stop stop. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Don't jinx my ass, up. Manny. I mean, their whole team's clicking on all cylinders. They're the three headed the three headed snake of pitchers is they're all snapping right now. You got Pete coming back in the lineup hitting fucking shots. The Phillies can't win a fucking game. Well, we we won seventeen and three last night. Holy shit! But after like we the were, fucking yeah, eleven to whatever, yeah, we were we were struggling. I mean, the Braves they're not that healthy. Acuna's doing all he can. I feel like he scores fucking eighty percent of their runs. Yeah, the Marlins are the Marlins, and the Nats are struggling as well. Like I can I can see the 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 Mets just running away with this shit, bro. Very very soon after the All Star break, we'll see what happens. Maybe they come back down to earth, but it's looking like we're, it's the Mets world, and we're just living in it. Right I now. I gotta ask, L A guy, like I'm saying, huge Angels fan. Gotta represent the Dodgers though. They still your favorites to win it all, or I mean the Dodgers. I am. Yeah, are you so, still a little like? Uh, so I mean, I mean, what? They're, 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 I mean, they're not even the, the second best team in the division, right? It's it's Giants, Padres, then the Dodgers, right? Win wise. Yeah. So the past couple, the past couple years, what it's been, it's been maybe I think this is the second year or the third year that these predictions have been Yankees, Dodgers, Yankees, Dodgers, Yankees, mm-hmm. Dodgers, and I keep trying to convince myself that that's actually going to happen and that the Yankees can either battle their way through the DS and somehow make it through the CS. Or vice versa, get to the CS and then blow it again. Got to be able to beat the fucking Rays or something, dude. So even the Blue Jays can't fuck with any of them. Relax. So just going off what I've seen, bro. Just going off what I seen. Because I remember, I remember, I forget what instances was or why when they did the um, it was I think it was two falls ago. It was a Sunday night baseball game in LA, and they're wearing the all black jerseys. What the hell was that called? Players, the players. Oh, it was the players' weekend. Yeah, and they had the the nickname on. And yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit ever. they mic'd up and shit. Yeah, and they they opened up the game and it was like I forgot if, I forgot who was on the call, but opened up the game like our World Series preview. So I keep looking back Relax. on that and I'm like, I I don't think you can still change my mind on it being, you know, Yankees and Dodgers, regardless. Like I think that's where my head's gonna be. The only thing I'll say that the Yankees and the Dodgers have in their favor, of all the teams that are really snapping right now, especially in their division, I don't. I could be wrong. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. But I don't think any teams that are really at the top right now have as much big game, big playoff game experience than the Dodgers and the Yankees. So right. when it comes down to it, we get, when we get to August, September, late in the stretch, you got to really start grinding these games out. I could see them really turn that shit up. And you'll see their prowess of being there before really, really turn up. But right now, bro, they got it. Both them teams, they got some shit to work on. Yeah, bro. well, because I mean, the Yankees the Giants, lost what the five fuck is in a row. That? The Giants, what, 34 and 20, 35 and 20? Snapping. Yeah, right now. Padres are like yeah. a game behind them. I mean, you got the Rays and the Blue Jays. Going Padres crazy. are half a game back, not even a whole game. Yeah. God damn. Like. But yeah, Manny, to your point, the uh, the American League leaders besides the uh, the Rays or the uh, the White Sox and the Athletics, you know, two teams who haven't seen the playoffs. Hey, hey, so my long, yo, so. my regular season predictions were I said the A's and the White Sox. I believe that too. Yeah, but we also shit on the fucking Red Sox, so we're completely Relax. wrong on that. We shit on the Red Sox and we shit on the Rays. We shit on also. the Red Sox. We did. This is when we were. I remember, uh, I remember we, we we grazed over the Rays, and I was like, damn, they fucking suck. Don't even talk. Yeah, I mean, we did a baseball preview show. This is before we even were sitting in here. We got these lights under here, whatever. And uh, and we did it. We were still on Zoom. We did a baseball thing, and we were just like, all right, the Red Sox, like, not it. Like, just put them in the bottom of the cellar. And then the Rays were like, getting the fuck Rays out of here. Rays were like, they just dumped everybody. Let's just uh, let's put them out. And then 
Rays win like 10 or 11 in a row. Right. And then Yankees go on a five-game skid and finally get a win last night. But I'm like, dude, this is just crazy. Like, uh, this, this end of the season is going to be – this, this is going to be a crazy season, bro, because there's, there's a lot of teams in the mix. Like even the NL Central, like they're kind of just like the NL East, but everyone's very consistently mediocre. But I feel like divisions like that, like NL East, NL Central, down the stretch, those are like the races that get really weird. Yeah. You get, well, let me go back to this. So – Citizens Bank is opening to uh, full capacity this Friday in their series against the Washington Nationals. Net and it was it, it got moved up. It was supposed to start the following weekend, next weekend. But what's so crazy about this whole thing is, like, I was gonna be there for the first games that were full capacity. Mm. Now it gets pushed up, whatever. But your first like two series, two big time series, you get the Nationals at home full capacity. Then you get. Yankees Saturday Sunday 405 105 full capacity. You know that shit's fucking a sellout. Like I'm so excited to just be in an actual stadium that's full capacity. I Watching think- these playoffs with the MSG going off knowing that their team's back in the fucking playoffs in 8 years and just hearing the that excitement and that, you know, that that atmosphere. That's I want to be there for a fucking 100 like, full capacity game regardless that it's going to be in, in Philly. But you I know can't, what I mean? I I really want to back on the the the, the, uh, the Grom tip. I really want to see the, him in the playoffs. Mets versus Dodgers and him just going head to head with that lineup, bro. That shit would be very, very, very fun to watch. Cause I, I, if there's any lineup that can maybe get to him, Padres, Dodgers. A healthy. Well, we'll see. The Mets play the, the Mets play both those teams coming up. We're on our West Coast trip, so uh, they should be. Uh, let me pull it up for you. The Mets are because that's something I'm really paying attention, yeah. attention to. Yeah. So really tomorrow, tomorrow they start their uh, their stint with the Padres. Oh then, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. How many Padres? I, uh, I, li- I lied to you about the uh, the Dodgers. They they finish with the Padres. No, uh, that Padres. Uh, prime time games. Uh, no, unfortunately not. Fucking cocksucker. They are all at ten o'clock. That's gonna for be that's least. gonna be a serious watch, at least. man. Zach's over here. Like if, if the Grom's then. pitching, those at bats with with the Grom and Tatis are gonna be much watched TV, bro. Literally much watched TV because that's they're both two fuckers that are just on top of the world right now, man. But like, hats off to the Grom because he's been doing this shit like not on this level, but he's been doing this shit for years. He's been doing this shit for the last four or five years easily, and I, I, he's been getting the recognition he deserves. But I. To your point, Christian, that the, the the wins don't really matter, but I feel like that's just the one thing people were always like, "Uh, well, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't." Like, shut the fuck up. This kid, this dude is great. Like, he's been doing this at a consistent level. Well, I just like want to bring this up because this is an argument that has been stated for guys like Aranola and guys like Zach Wheeler. Like, if those guys won different teams on teams that could help them actually win when they pitch, they'd be all over the goddamn news. Right. Like, just because you know you're you're nine and zero or you're 10 and 1 to finish the season right. and with an ERA of just over 1-5 or something right. like that. So that's like they don't get that recognition because you're on a team that you're 4 and 2 and 8 starts because your team can't hit down does the stretch the Grom, when you does do your the work. Grom finish with a sub 2 ERA this year? Guaranteed. No, no dude, what I was going to add is is I'm looking for a sub 1-1-12 ERA I know, to I pass know. Bob yep. Gibson. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, I read that too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know either, but like imagine boys. I think if he finishes sub one seven five, even sub two, it's like holy fuck. Like when's the last time you seen a sub two ERA for a full season? It's got to be a I mean, while, yeah, bro. It's got to be a I while. I couldn't bring it up. It's I mean, got to be a while. So the way gonna... hitting is this year, though, I I wouldn't put it past him. I exactly. really think there's a good shot. I mean, this is the least amount of average runs since God, what nineteen ninety nine? Yeah. Christians are a man for that, but I mean. Mm. 
I, I actually see it being possible. I see him finishing with like a one, two. Which Bro, is there we, have been, there have been a lot of pitchers to, uh, to do a sub one, um, just for naming people, Koufax, mm-hmm. Dean Chance, Louis Tiant, Maddox. Wait, sub Gooden. one for a season? Sorry, no, sub, sub two. two. Sub two. I was sub about two. to fucking. <laughs> he was going to be like, it's not really that hard. And then yeah, oh, yeah, we can do that. The... Yeah. Bro, since, yeah. You, since, you didn't, since you didn't accept my uh, Knicks Hawks wager, can we put an over under in on Jacob DeGrom's finishing ERA? Can we over under 1.75 and a half? Okay. Let's lock this in you right take, now. You take the under, I'll take the over. Can I Can I also take the under, too? Cause I, I'll bet I both of you fucking Manny, what do you think it's going to be? I got him. I, anywhere between anywhere between 2-1 two, two and 1-8. And oh, my I God. <laughs> oh, so way over 2. Get I think, he, I think he's going to finish over 2. He's going to finish over 2. You think it's he over 2? He has two. a lot of – he. listen, there's some dogs he's got to face, man, and – but you don't think there's going to be a one in there. You think it's going to be two. If yeah, he's not even giving me a, a one eight. It, he's giving me like. I'm gonna a say if it's if it's a one, it's no it's no better than a one eight. That's hard to sustain. How many starts does he have left in the season? Yeah, he, he, I know what you're saying. Like, I, I mean, someone's got to someone's gonna put up a so, five so, spot. Well, someone's someone's gonna put also got to fucking take the over here, and then like like yeah, I'm a big over guy. But ERA's work we'll like that the under though. Here. Someone's got to put up a five spot, a four spot on him. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Praying on my downfall. I'll remember that one, Manny. Tatis hits a home run once for the entire season against him. Hey man, I'm just mm-hmm. boo hoo. You'll be a point it's eight. It's really now. hard to sustain. <laughs> I can't like. It's hard for me to bet on someone to sustain an all time ERA for. And we're not even happy through the season yet. It's hard. You're the same guy that thought LeBron would be washed. Like me? No, 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 no. Oh yeah, no, well, no, 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 no. We're LeBron lovers over here. They no hate over here. Can you give me a heart in the chat? Can you give me a heart in the chat? That's what we What the fuck, bro? Last night I wanted to choke you out. Like, go! It was just you. There was no way to get started on that. Go! You're passing the ball. Be present. Oh my god, he had my blood Dude, he left at like the six minute mark, and I was like, walked out. I gave him. I gave him a heart in the chat. Oh my god. No, he he left with six minutes left, and I was like, dude, I love LeBron. I'm telling you right now, there's no one that loves him more socially as a player or anything. That was not a Laker. Yeah, that was that was bad. That was bad. That on yeah. the NBA. So, sorry no, to no, get no, away no, from no, baseball, perfect, but that perfect, was perfect, not a Laker. On the NBA game. tip, this fucker right here mm. ducked my tweet for the hundred dollar right, wager. Knicks in five. Knicks in five. Lock it in. And here's the thing. Going the I'm, I'm going back to this because like I was game. never trying to shit on the Atlanta Hawks. I said they were still a good team. But I was just rooting for my guys. Like I'm not. Yeah, get, get Julius Randle a map. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on. How do you like... average 32 fucking points in three games in the regular season against the Hawks, and then you're barely getting 15 when it counts? Ask Kuzma. Like, he doesn't know what a bucket I... is. And then the worst part about it is perimeter fucking defense. We have Trey Young that just loves to run down the floor, run the whole floor. We get that. He gets inside, gets inside the paint. You get two guys that that push up and follow him, and then you go. Dish out back in the corner, and then there's takes somebody two seconds to get over there. Dish again to top of the key. Dish back over again. There is literally no one fucking there, and it's a three every time. I don't care who you want to put on there. Give Hunter the goddamn ball. Give John Collins to make make the shot. Give Bogdanovich to make the shot. Get an hour off the bench. He'll make the shot. Doesn't matter. Getting Doesn't out, matter. Perimeter played. fucking defense is what's killing them. Getting That's the, enough and pitch. they lose the game on either the end of the second quarter to end the half. Or the start of the third, where you you end on a fucking 20, 22 to three run, and that's you lose the game that's, that way. that's the product. And I, what's I going can't, on? I can't be mad at 
because Tibbs has been there, done that. They have guys like Derek. They bought Tosh Gibson back. So they have the guys that's been there, done that. But every single basketball team I've played on, coaches preached last four minutes before the half, first four minutes after the half. Two most important four minute segments Blow of the, the game. game. And then and every single time, I feel like, besides the one game where y'all came back and y'all actually won, the end of halves and beginning of halves for y'all have been shit. Awful. Shit. Awful. And I, I mean, yeah. who's who's your second best player? You say RJ Barrett. I mean, your best player right so, now is Derek fucking Rose. Well, that's the problem is when Julius Randle's not your guys scoring aren't and being when your RJ Barrett's not scoring, then that's a major your guys, problem. Your guys just major aren't being problem. your guys. So, but I yeah. have one more thing to say too because I need to call some fuckers out. Look at look at me, fucking look at me. Look at that one. I'm so tired, actually tired, fed up. Every single time. The Sixers lose one game. They could win nine in a row, ten in a row. The Sixers lose one game. Do you think what's wrong with Ben Simmons? Do you think Tobias Harris is worth the contract? What's wrong with Joel Weed? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Bro, it's so I see people, we lose one game to the Wizards. Everyone's trying to be fucking analysts on and on their couch on Twitter trying to figure out what, what's wrong with the Sixers. It's black and white. It's so vanilla. Joel Embiid's out with a with, out in the first quarter. Ben Simmons gets three fouls in the first quarter. Tobias Harris is your second best scorer. He goes eight for twenty-four. What what are you what are you what are you looking into? What are you like? It's right there. It is right there. I'm so tired of it, bro. Every game, every the Sixers could literally win twenty games in a row. They lose one game. Oh my god, I don't know what's going on. Do you guys think uh, Doc Rivers is he right the guy? Is right. Shut the fuck up. Like, but but Manny, why why are they why winning? are they winning? Why why are the Sixers looking good? Because uh, of JoJo. No, because of my man, Doc okay, Rivers. Okay, okay, The Clippers, the Clippers uh, had to come no, no, up no, with you... excuses. They said, let's get rid of Paul. Let's get rid of Griffin. Let's get rid You're of Jordan. Right. Oh, you know what? No, nah, it's definitely, Doc. It definitely it's is Doc. Doc. It's Doc demeanor, but there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts that are going really. I mean, Joel Embiid is the MVP fucking P. I don't, Jokic is not the MVP. He's winning the perfect attendance award. He's oh, winning the perfect it. attendance award. Stop it. He's not the MVP. The only reason why Jokic won the MVP over, over, over Embiid is because he has perfect attendance. There's no other reason why. <laughs> Do, do, you, do you know what he did with his perfect He's, attendance? He got A's on all his homework and all his tests. That's what he did. <laughs> he got A's on everything. Dr. Well Embiid averaging 30 and 10 on, I think, like... Yeah, it's easier like, to do that I think, like, 40, games. 38, and 91 splits. Get the fuck out of here. If he plays every game, not every game, if he misses like five or six games, he's, he's the runaway MVP. There's no first seed in the East. There's no chance that someone else deserves MVP over him. It's the perfect attendance Dude, award. Murray's out for the Nuggets. I mean... I, I'm going with the Joker, man. The I, Suns and the Jazz over him. Night. Get the fuck out my face. The Suns and the Jazz. There, 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 Murray <laughs> was out. Get the fuck out my Murray face. Murray was out. Dude, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid missed. I think I don't know how many games he missed this season, but he's missed a good bit of games this season. And we we outlasted the Bucks and the Nets. People were all riding their high horses on. Oh, so they're better without no, him. No, 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 no. What, what I'm saying, saying is Joel Embiid missed a. They can still win without missed him. a good chunk. Well, he can because this fucker doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't watch Sixers games. He doesn't understand that. <laughs> ben Simmons has done a very good job carrying the team by himself sometimes. Ben Simmons can't shoot free throws and What I'm saying is, you see Joel's impact when he's there. If he's missing that many games and he's still outlasting teams like like that back-to-back MVP, the Nets. Like, if, if every time, I don't know. I don't know. There's just no way. Ah, there's just, it makes me so mad. It makes yeah. me so mad because this fucker's... So, so, He's so winning let, the perfect attendance award. He's me, not winning MVP. He's winning the perfect attendance award. There's just no fucking way. Let, let me word it like this, because I think this is what sucks when I say, you know, someone should win the MVP. People are like, so you think Embiid sucks. You would trade him for like a pack of peanuts. No, that doesn't mean I think he sucks. I think Embiid, to be honest with you, I would put Embiid third. 
with the now, now, <laughs> he can leave he can leave that's fine i i i like people who make the team better bring them back i like people who make the team better and so simmons alex you may not agree my man but simmons is good he makes that team better he does he does you know and and, and bead is a, what did you a say great compliment he's and bead <laughs> does a great that? job on that team Who's two? Embiid does a great job. You have to sit down for this one. I don't want you to leave or have a heart attack now. Who's two? Are you ready? So, if I don't know if you heard this while you were gone, but so I like people who make the team better and who help them win. And so you even mentioned it yourself. I'm not saying Embiid doesn't help his team. I'm saying his team still wins without him. Now, can we agree on that? Go ahead, bro. I'm just go ahead. But yeah, can we agree yeah, yeah. that the Sixers I, I are still a good two. team without him? I like Get Chris Paul. No, I can't. I love Chris Paul, man. I liked him when he was with the Clippers. I liked him everywhere he goes. He just makes each of his teams better. He makes each of his teams better. He made the Phoenix Suns a team who people loved because they went 8-0 in a bubble. All of a sudden now they're a second seed and they're going to beat the Lakers. And it hurts me to say that. <laughs> Chris I fucking Paul. Chris Paul's look and now. I, I will give you that because I, that's not the first time I've heard that. I, I mean, keep hearing that shit. He's not even the most valuable player on his team. You really don't that think that team so. is way, 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 way better off without CP and with Devin, as you see, eight new in the bubble, than without Devin and with CP. Way better off. Miles no. better off. It's not even close. And if you I, and if you think it's the other I, way around, I, you're it fucking is close. High. It is close. <laughs> no, no, never, never touched CP, in my life. But let me let me tell you this. Did, did you watch the, what was it, game two? When they didn't have CP? For the Lakers Suns? Yeah, and the next yeah. CP came back? Yes. CP is a necessary yeah. cog in the wheel. Devin Booker is the fucking wheel. <laughs> it's not even close. He's the He's the wheels. Yeah. No, but Booker's the wheels. I'll give him that. CP's just in the car. He made the car. Fuck he built the car, it. and he moved that car. <laughs> fuck, fuck out of here. I love Zach with these the analogies here. He said, I got, I got most... straight A's, and I did my homework, and he said he's, he is, moves the car. Is, this is that analytic advanced stat. Like, this is all that. It, it's not even Bro, advanced stats. how do you put him over Joel Embiid? How, 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 and how? Because he's, he's been there, and then when he's hurt, when he's hurt, his team does worse. You see it in the playoffs. When he's on so the, we're gonna talk on about the court, the game his team does the better. When Joel Embiid didn't play. So, do you want to... Oh, one game. I think we lose a couple games if Joel Embiid doesn't play, bro. It, it blows a my couple? fucking mind. It blows my fucking mind. The disrespect. How is it How disrespect? Is it dis I'm saying he's a top three guy How in the league this year. He's the, been the best player in the league from the jump. Only... Then, then LeBron. LeBron's the best player Not in the league. Year. Then if we Not want to play year. that, KD is the best year. player in the year. The this year, you fucking high. Not a chance. G give me KD. Give me LeBron. Then if we want to save him the this jump. This year? This year? Before this the year? injury? Before, before the injury? The KD injury? No, but before both. Yeah. Before the KD you injury could, and before LeBron rolling his ankle. For KD. Because KD. And you know I would. KD's the most talented fucking scorer in the world. It's close. LeBron hasn't LeBron hasn't been vintage Bron. He's been very good. He's top five. He's not he's not the best player in the in the world this year. You're you're fucking you're deluded and you're you're a super fan if you keep saying that. He's very fucking good. He's no, but, very fucking good. But here's the thing. Why is it bad if I say he's top three? Why is that disrespectful? Because he's the best. He like it it the, 
That's like there's like. Well, you're saying your your no, argument no, 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 no. here is you want you you want him a one. No, no, so no, 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 no. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. That's, so take, that's the take, I'm not take like take like 2016 Brown. I think he's 2016 Brown was the best player in the league, right? But people, but oh, people, the, but people, ever, but people wanted guy. to put Steph Curry and Katie over him. That's fucking disrespectful. That's absolutely disrespectful. And and it's not it's not yeah. saying that Katie and Steph aren't great, but LeBron was the best player in the world that year. If you mean to tell me. Okay, you want to put Jokic over over Embiid? You want to put the perfect attendance guy? He didn't miss any days of school. Sure, cool. The fucking white nerd, fine, whatever. Fuck it. How are you gonna put Chris <laughs> Paul over him, bro? How? 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 And I'm not. I'm not gonna even like. All right, like, listen, bro. Most valuable helps his team win. And I'm. I'm not the guy that just looks at the box scores. But I mean, god okay. damn, if you look at the box scores, <laughs> it's, it's. I'm. If you look at the box score, I, I'm huge on winning. The, if you look at what was that, the, I forget the stat. We had a show at the half to, at the half point mark. So, Advanced Joel, analytics, Joel is that where you're going to pull up? The, the team's plus minus with Joel Embiid on the floor and off the floor I this. was I fucking insane. It wasn't even like, it, it, was, it wasn't even comparable. Yeah. It was, I, I wish I had the numbers up, but it, come it, on. See, man. and I'm not doubting that it's an insane number. I'm really not. It's just, so this this is what sucks. And there's two things. MVP. And the dude and the dude that had, takes a team that went 8-0 in the bubble without him. And then oh, in they the, just the bubble. do whatever. In the bubble. Well, no, listen, listen. Were great they go eight the bubble. They go 8-0 in the bubble without him. And he comes and just adds to the mix. They were, were they already play, were they a playoff team? They no, but they already had the momentum. They were doing their thing going to the next season. He comes in and adds to the mix. Now he's the MVP. Get the f- or top two. What? He how does out of here. he went Get to a team fuck? that's not a playoff team and they're a second seed? I do I do understand the argument, but all I'm saying is that the Suns were going to be a top sixteen top six seed in the West regardless. Without Chris Paul, there's no question. After how they finished last season. Monty Williams is getting more used to the system. Deion Aiton was playing better ball. Devin Booker's being good. dev. They have they have the three and D players. Mikel's playing well. Cam Johnson's playing well. Like they were cool. They weren't they weren't gonna be they were gonna be in the playoffs. They're probably gonna be a top six seed this year without Chris Paul. Chris Paul comes in, gives them the necessary ball handling that they need, lets Devin Booker play off ball, helps him out a little bit more. That doesn't to me, it doesn't make him more valuable than Joel Embiid. It so, doesn't. Because without Joel Embiid this year, the Sixers I don't know where we are. I don't. I don't know where we are. We're probably. We're probably around six or seven. Now, bro, I'm gonna think s- about it. I'm gonna say two things, and then if you want to yell at me and leave, that's completely fine. So, the the Listen. MVP. This is what sucks about the MVP and what bothers me. So LeBron should win the MVP every year. To be honest with you, because if you get rid of him from a team, if you get rid of him on this Lakers team, it's the Pelicans. Anthony Davis, I never thought he could really lead a team. I think they're like an eighth seed at best. You know what I mean? So LeBron mm-hmm. helps his team year in and year out be a championship favorite. Forget a playoff favorite. They're a championship favorite. The media and then the people who vote on the MVPs, what they love are stories. So I love Westbrook. I know there's some people that think, you know, he can't shoot and all this other stuff. I love Westbrook. He won the MVP averaging the triple-double. But he averaged a triple double the next year too. Why didn't he win it? Because it wasn't a great story. You know, it wasn't that interesting. Mm. You know what I mean? Can, can we agree on that or no? What was what was this? What was your seed in the playoffs the next year? He did kind of lead the team of fucking nobodies to a six seed, averaging a triple double. But carry on, carry on. Carry no, on. that was the next no, no, year, wasn't it? No, no, it was the year he won MVP. They were the six seed. They got fucking washed. But carry on. Yeah, but I mean, it's you have to have a good story. That's why. You know, Giannis, I don't think Giannis should what have What the had fuck is fat-ass Nikolai Jokic's story? Story? He's carrying a Nuggets team with an injured guard who's a top 10, maybe 15 guard in the league, and he's still taking him to the playoffs as a third seed. 
I guess, man. It's a it's a better story than the process leading 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 us to the one seed in the East that was. But they won't give it to someone the, who missed X amount in, of games. In the in the in the ESPN preseason rankings, they had us ranked as a four point five seed. We're the one seed, but I, I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. But Chris Paul you. is the better story. That's what I'm getting at. That's why the media would go. But to me, they have to make them better. And I think both of those guys helped their team win. They made them a lot better. I'm not saying Embiid didn't. I would just put him third. Yeah, you're fucking fried. I don't see the disrespect. I don't. That Cali, that Cali gas. You know what? It might be because it's 8 a.m. over here. It might be. That's yeah, you're fried. <laughs> fried. Uh, I'm gonna wrap things up here. Um, if you want to check, you want to check us out on our socials, on our Twitter. You can hit us up at ADED Podcast. Got a cool, great amount of stuff going on over there. You can check out uh, a lot of the stats going on. We have some clips of big time plays, big time moments in these big time games. Um, you can check that out all on the Twitter. If you want to see some clips of the show, some pictures of, of the studio, whenever we get that stuff rolling out there, some pictures of us, um, you know, doing real people things, hit us up on the Instagram at ADEDpod. Um, and I'll give you the floor here for this giveaway. And then, um, cause we got it. We got to spit that. We got to get this done. I mean, we got to get this done. Uh, bro. I've, I've never gave away free shit in my life ever. I've never given anything away for free. Uh, what is wrong with you guys? I don't understand. I could not. I don't. I, if I didn't even watch the show, if I didn't watch the show, but I seen on Twitter one day that oh they're giving away a free fifty dollars gift card to, to the pro shop and a bottle like a this? bottle like that. All I gotta do is just tag somebody and and follow them. Like what the fuck is it costing you? Fuck your ratio. No one cares about you. Fuck your ratio. Just throw the follow. Tag somebody. We need like thirty. Oh, worry about your social media. Y'all all worry about your social media image. Ain't nobody watching you like that, bro. You're not that important, bro. Just throw throw us a follow. Tag somebody. Show some love. No, there's there's like 20, 20, 25 people entered. If you you there's unlimited entries. We didn't cap any entries. You can enter as many times as you want. Someone could just literally enter fifteen times. I might make burners and just win it myself because y'all fuckers are ungrateful. I I, I don't ungrateful. I, 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 I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Manny spitting advanced analytics. I love it. I just I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Yeah, so that's on the Instagram. If I mean, we already have the Twitter capped. We, we, Twitter's already at two hundred followers. Instagram that's needs two hundred followers. Instagram needs two hundred followers, and we're set to do this thing. Hit that up there. Tag tag a friend. And make sure you uh, follow, follow the follow. fucking page when you tag someone. There's you a know? couple people that tagged some and didn't follow the page. Follow. Fucking goofers are watching. So, uh, and then if you want to see some other content like that, uh, as same on the Instagram, you can check out the the Facebook page as well, which is simply the name of the show and the talk. Yeah, and, and um, you know, the Facebook is just a different demographic of people, so we want to reach out to those people as well. And uh, we're newly getting on TikTok, so we're putting a lot of different content. I know I did, like, a voiceover car commercial TikTok that got some buzz. Just, again, it's something different. We can have it. We have a platform, fortunate enough to have a platform like TikTok where we can just reach a completely different amount of people and quantity of people on TikTok. So we're fortunate to have that. So check us out on there. Um we're going to have just some stupid clips of, of what we're doing here. And then just, but importantly though, like different type stuff, whatever's going on on TikTok, whatever trend we got to do to stay, to, to, you know, get the views in. And then obviously to show you what we're, what we got going on here, we got like accent lights under us now, like over, over on these couches. Do you feel? <laughs> like, do you feel me? So we got to show you that too. Um, but like, and, and, and really, if you want to just continue this whole following thing, follow us on Twitter as well. You can follow um, our, our producers here, you can follow at Seelathrope34, um, I think it was. That's Christian's. You can follow Zach on Twitter, at Zachary underscore Nikolai, right? Did I say that right? Yes, sir. There yeah, if go. you want more bad takes like that, you can see uh... a <laughs> terrible takes. You can get him on Twitter as well. You can follow 
my partner, Manny Ruffin, at Mucavelli, and myself, at AJ 27 We're really enjoying this, and I say this every time as I like to close out. Um, the things that we that we were doing and talking about right before we got started was the things that were like, you know, we're trying to do something that is a putting that stepping stone, that building block upwards, moving that block forward, something that's that's giving us a step higher from the, the week before. We got the accents lights, accent lights here on this one. That was a step up from the week before. Gives us definitely a cooler little vibe behind us. You can see the blue here and the yellow and the red back there. But just something that we can find that can give us that stepping stone and that, that building block to keep us moving forward. We have a lot of people that we're connecting with um, that are going to help us grow throughout this. And we're, we've obviously been in talks together about this. Bro, big big thanks like, to everybody showing love too, man. Every every person I've ran out, ran into in public, like the first thing they say, oh, man, how you doing, bro? Oh, yeah, I'm watching the podcast, bro. It's fucking fire. Every single time, every single person I talk to, bro. And like that... When that shit right there puts a battery in my back every time, because it, it, cause sometimes it can get tough, bro. I've been, last couple weeks, I've been recording shows off of no sleep, two hours of sleep, doing shit. Like, that shit right there, the love and support y'all showing me, I said it, I think, three, four shows ago. I don't care if it's 99 people or if it's nine people, it doesn't matter. Anyone who's rocking with us, bro, you really help us keep pushing, man. So, we appreciate the support, bro. We appreciate y'all rocking with us, because we going to the fucking top, right with everybody else. Bro. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And we have, like I said earlier, um, we have so much content coming. You just got to stay and watch. Stick around, be here. We're so excited for it. Stay great, be great, because you fucking are. You've been listening to the All Day Every Day Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. My name is Alex Jacobs, but you can call me All Day AJ. Do you feel? Let's go, baby.